the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. The Gospel according to John, chapter 1. The Word became flesh, and made his dwelling among us. We have seen his glory, the glory of the one and only, who came from the Father, full of grace and truth. Words among human beings are powerful tools. Words build up, and words tear down. The old axiom is proved false. When words inflict pain and hurt, or on the other hand, provide needed solace and comfort. Words are used to break the ice or pass the time, to show care and concern, to convey our likes and dislikes, or to express emotions like love and hate. Words, whether uttered with your tongue and teeth, constructed through your keyboard, or signaled with your hands, effectively communicate to others what is the most important information that you want to share with them at any time and in any place. That humans communicate with other humans with words, in one way or another, is simply a shadow, an indicator, sign, and symbol of something so much greater. It reflects and mirrors the way that the Almighty and merciful God communicates and interacts with His creation, and the way that He reveals the most important matters of His heart to His people. In the garden, God spoke to his first humans. He told them that he had created, with his powerful word, the world around them. He declared to them their authority over that world, giving it as a gift to them for them to subdue and populate. However, it was in that same garden that the ancient serpent spewed his lies, using his own version of words against God's human beings. Satan's words introduced doubt, and in turn, sin into that paradise. And so, with words, God revealed his plan. The devil was cursed, and his work of deception was to be crushed. Salvation would be brought to all people through the word, so that the devil who overcame man by his word would in turn by the word be overcome. The word became flesh and made his dwelling among us. God's promise became a reality when God himself became a human being. How better for God to express his mercy and love, the most important matter on his heart to his people, than for him to cover that mercy and love in human flesh. The word became flesh and made his dwelling among us to express the Father's desire for unity with us. The Word became flesh and made His dwelling among us to live under God's laws and obey every one of them in place of us. The Word became flesh and made His dwelling among us to listen to the devil's lies and temptations and not succumb to any one of them. The Word became flesh and made His dwelling among us so that He could use that flesh as a sacrifice of atonement to pay the price for all sin of all time. The Word became flesh and made His dwelling among us to finish the Father's plan of salvation promised in the garden. And now, through the Gospel, the glory of the Word made flesh is revealed to you in words written, spoken, read, and heard 
And in words, in, with, and under baptism's water and the supper's wheat and wine, the one who came from the Father full of grace and truth comes to you and shows to you the comfort, solace, mercy, and love that the Father has in his heart for you. The word is the way that the Father communicates to you, his children. Throughout this Christmas season, as we celebrate that word becoming flesh, read, hear, and speak that word for yourself and for others. Communicate to others what has been communicated to you. Share with others the most important matter on God's heart and the most important information that you have. The word became flesh and made his dwelling among us. Let us pray. Dear Lord Jesus, we praise and thank you for joining yourself to our race. Enter into the lives of your people through your word and sacrament, that you may continue to make your dwelling among us until the day when our dwelling will be with you, in your glory, forever and ever. In your name we pray. Amen. Amen.